Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you are listening to VCR. And I'm drinking. Yes, we are. Oh my goodness. <laughs> drinking can be a fun sport, if it can even be a sport. You know, I love <laughs> I love a, a good stiff drink every now and then, but I find that in my old age, <laughs> I can't drink like I used to. Like, I, I've oh, become... Yeah. I've become alert. Well, not just, oh, yeah, because like naturally we've gotten older, right? So we can't hang with it like when we were back in our 20s. But like I've actually developed uh, a reaction to beer now. A reaction? What's a that? reaction. Yeah, like no joke. Like I can have three beers. If I have three beers, no mm-hmm. joke. Um, you're going my, to nap. Huh? I'm, I'm what? Oh, you're going to take a nap. Like I, 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 wish- if I have three beers, I no. need a nap. No, no. Like, put me down. I'll be cranky. (laughs) No, I'm going to be up. I'm going to be up. And the reason I'm going to be up is because my stomach starts bloating really bad. And then I am just the rest of the time from when I get home, just locked in the bathroom because it's just. Oh, really? It's telling me no. (laughs) We're we're leaving. This sounds like that might be a gluten intolerance. It could very well be. I'm thinking. Is it just here? You know what? So far, it's only been beer that has affected me like that. But I rarely mm. get wasted on other things. But I'm thinking it may also be a yeast thing, too, because of the, you know, the yeast that they use for the fermentation mm. fermenting process. But, you know, I haven't like I don't care for wine a whole lot. I'll have one. But that may sure. be something I have to switch to. Well, um, do you do anything else with anything else fizzy? Uh Alcohol-wise, no, no, because even the seltzers, mm -mm, I don't care for this. I've tried them, and honestly, I can't get past the first taste. Like, there are a lot of seltzers out there that just like, this tastes like fucking Alka-Seltzer and ass, and I don't (laughs) want it anymore. Yeah, because I don't remember you being like, you don't like throwing back a bunch of sodas either. No. Generally, I don't see you do a lot of (laughs) fizzy drinks. If if you remember our younger (laughs) days, yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I could... uh, I could handle some uh, alcohol poisoning and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to <laughs> our topic, Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> be our drunken moments, our life drunken moments, because we all have them, unless you're just some over horrible Protestant Bible thumping person who just has no idea what alcohol is and <laughs> won't let the devil's or juice for, touch your lips. No, you're not a, you're just not, you don't have a lot of friends because well, I know some like wonderfully deeply religious, religious people that have been there for me when I'm just embarrassingly drunk mm-hmm. and they're very sweet. They're very sweet about it. <laughs> and they know how to take a good swallow too, you know? <laughs> But like, it's like for, for me, uh, I have one too many drunken moments that I want to share and probably should never share, but like, I have a few (laughs) of them here and there and I'm assuming you do too. So before I get into my drunken moment, I'm going to give myself my own segue. Do you remember the first time you were ever like drunk, Carlo? Uh, I do. Excuse me. I do. The the first time I was, um, well, I, I remember vaguely, I remember parts of it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it was in college, which is not that surprising, which is not satisfying for most people, except I come from a long line of people who do stupid shit and drink too much, mm-hmm. but I am a born snob, uh, from a very, very young age when I heard, had my first beer, which was literally like when I was like four or five, mm-hmm. uh, my dad gave me a Bud Light to drink and I was like, Oh, alcohol is stupid. 
you're stupid. This is terrible. But like, I was just like, I just assumed my dad was an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until years later, uh, I think, uh, like, I, I started, I started, I drank other things in my family. I was just like, of course you're drinking. You're 13. Here, have some rum and coke. Or here's <laughs> uh, Malibu, uh, Malibu on the rocks. You know, like, here's rum. Cage, we're Caribbean. We have to drink fucking rum. Mm-hmm. So I drink a lot of rum. My mom loves red wine. She doesn't care what it tastes like. Just give her a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would drink wine. I, I started, I, um, but the first time I got drunk was actually on, I want to say eight or nine Shiner Bach. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was the first time I got drunk and I had learned to appreciate beer by then, but I was still very, very picky. So I would have like one beer and it had to be something I was really looking forward to tasting. It couldn't be just like, you know, college guy, give me like a thousand brew dogs. I need to drink them all. And then I'm throwing up. That natty so it ice. Just, <laughs> it was our, uh, I believe if I don't, if I'm not mistaken here, I think it was, uh, he was part of the theater because my entire college experience is about being in that theater. Yeah, that, so, a part that, that I liked right. about college was that theater. Um, so I believe Treshawn Martin, mm-hmm. the the most naturally regal man I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Just he is the he is a lion in the form of a man. He said we were all going somewhere. We're all going to a club. And he took us. Um, and I remember Benny was like, it's okay, I'll give you a ride home afterwards. So if you, if you want to go, uh, Benny Vasquez, who is just the nicest man. He's just the kindest, gentlest soul. Uh, yeah, he's super Deeply sweet. brilliant. Deeply yes. brilliant man. Oh my God, yes. Um, could probably have like gone into like some math thing and been like, and made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And was like, nope, I want to have this tiny little theater all of my own, which is very sweet. Um, we should have him on the show sometime. But I, he said he would give me a ride home afterwards if I wanted to go. Because he knew I wanted to go, but I didn't have a car. And I was like, oh, I have to go get home. I'm going to take the bus. Said, yeah, I'll give you a ride. Um, and we went to, train took us to, um, I, don't, I do not remember, the, the, this. it's some bar downtown that has been nine different things. Oh, okay. Um, and at the time, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what it. I, have, I could not even tell you where it is downtown now. But at the time, it was a very black club. Mm-hmm. So Betty and I walked in, and we were the only shades of. Uh, he, not, he's like yeah. a, you know beautiful human brown color, and I'm mm-hmm. this dead fish color, uh, white looking. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> this sad pigmentation. So I'm like this candle in the dark <laughs> this one unlit candle in the dark and Benny's just next to me and he could tell like and because I got more than a couple of looks of like what the fuck are you doing here not in like a mean way just genuinely surprised but I'm I'm a very shy person mm-hmm. so I was, immediately I just felt like I feel like I'm intruding this is y'all's pl- space it feels weird for me to be here it's like it's like whenever someone takes me to a lesbian bar I'm like I'm not, I'm invading y'all's territory. This is for you. I don't need to be here. I don't need space here. This is, this is your space. I'm intruding. I'm, I apologize. So I'm just sitting in the back and he's like, relax. It's okay. Um, like, uh, we're not bothering anybody. We'll just sit back here. And Trey, because he is Trey, would just every once in a while wander around, hold court wherever he goes. Uh, but he basically just leaves me and Benny at the bar. And I just, and I got Shiner Bach. He's like, have you had a Shiner Bach? I'd never had a Shiner Bach before. But I've had box before, double box of things. Because again, snob. So I was like, oh yeah, I didn't know Texas even made a box. Why would you make a box in Texas? It's such it's such a like a cold one. Drank it, poured it down my throat. 
And he just like, yeah, have it as many as you want. Like, oh, you, you sure? Can I have another? Is it okay if I have another? He's like, yeah, I'll buy your beer. Because I was dead broke. Bought me another beer. Yeah. And every time I would drink, I would finish it. He would just go, yeah, go ahead and give him another one. And he would just get me another one. So I ended up having like nine or 12 beers in very fast succession um, in the course of maybe an hour. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So what so, was the after effect of all that? I don't remember. <laughs> but he said you were fine you kept talking about somebody mm-hmm. like apparently i was sad over a person like a girl i was like oh i'm sad about this person so i just sort of mumble about her and if he asked me and he asked me i just like wouldn't answer like oh no i'm fine drink my beer drink my beer so i just got really maudlin and sad but i don't remember that because i remember the first part of that evening mm-hmm. when he was like yeah no just have whatever you want <laughs> gone i'm at home <laughs> the next morning Dying of dehydration, hugging a bottle of water. And I don't know where the bottle of water came from. Presumably he gave it to me. But I'm just like, woke up with a crumpled up Ozarka bottle uh, and dying. Just dying. <laughs> like, not even, that's not even like, oh my God, it's so many beers. It was just, I didn't drink to get drunk. I only drank to be a snob because I was like, I like this. I like this is the one, I want this flavor. I Because I, that's still how I am. But I have since learned to get just, to just get drunk and fall over. There you go. That was the first, but I remember that. That was the first time I was like really drunk. I remember the first time I got drunk and I was really young when it happened. And uh, of course I did it for a girl. That sounds right. <laughs> so there's this, I was 15. I won't forget. I was 15 in high school. And there was this girl that I was crushing on who used to, who lived in my neighborhood. And she invited me over one day. So I went over and they were celebrating something. I don't remember what, if it was someone's birthday or what, but then she's like, do you drink? And, you know, being, being 15 and trying to impress her, I'm like, yeah, I drank. So <laughs> <laughs> never fucking at it. She's like, well, what do you drink? And they have all these bottles. I do Coke. <laughs> I do right, Dr. Pepper. I get, I get violent with a Dr. Pepper. Um, <laughs> But um, she was like, so what do you drink? And I was like, well, uh, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So they had these bottles on the table. And there was only one that I recognized because my uncle, who was a horrible alcoholic, would drink it. And so I, <laughs> I point, I go, I, I do some wild turkey. And like no shit, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, one hundred and one, yeah. <laughs> Biggest mistake of a rookie's life is to go with <laughs> wild turkey for your first fucking road to hell. <laughs> yeah. So she gets the whole bottle of wild turkey, and we go outside and we're drinking. Her like her family's there, like everyone's drinking. So I'm there and I'm getting wasted with her. So and- you just you, the two of you just started sharing the bottle. Uh, kind of, yeah. She would sip, and I would like she would pour me these huge glasses of fucking wild turkey, and I'm there, and I'm <laughs> at first I'm dying, but then I have so much of it in my system. It's like. It's going horribly wrong, Carlo, because yeah. this was a big bottle of wild turkey. This wasn't a small bottle. Mm-hmm. It was a big bottle, and I've practically drank the whole bottle while she just does this little sipping thing, which in retrospect, I get what she's mm-hmm. doing. She doesn't know how to drink either. 
but she's in, but she's like she's yeah. not gonna like front about it. So she's like, yeah. I just sip it. Oh, she's, this is unpleasant. She's playing. I'll take my yeah. time. She's playing <laughs> while I'm I'm over there trying to be all machismo and shit. Like, oh yeah, Walter. Oh, oh god. Oh god. It's like fucking gasoline. <laughs> so before I know it, I've had like several large cups i'm not talking solo cup shit like large cups you would have at your home like you would fill it up with a fucking dr pepper and fucking just chill on a <laughs> yeah full 12 ounce cups we're not, we're not yeah we're not doing we're like four shots about, you had like four glasses we're talking about some big gulp <laughs> shit and i was like what the hell so i killed that and i was inebriated <laughs> I was beyond yeah. inebriated, Carlo. And I, I will tell you the after effect of that as soon as I'm done. So I, in all my fucking spectacular wisdom, decide I need to walk home. And I can't do anymore. So, yo, fucking tell her bye. Thank you so much. So I walk the fuck home. I like that, that, that weird, like, that little core of the good Catholic boy. Mm-hmm. I've had a great time. Thank, yeah, you like, thank you for drunk having me. Drunk off your ass. Regardless, drunk off your ass, stupid, stupid for drunk. the first time in your life. But you still could hold together like, thank Did you for it? having me. Was not rude I'm about it. Go. No. <laughs> thank you so no, much. Never rude. Me. Never rude about it. I'd love to take you in back and fuck the shit out of you one day. <laughs> But like, so I didn't do that. Luckily, I fucking like, I gotta go because I'm dying inside. Like, it yeah. fucking feels like I'm dying inside. So I fucking get home. I go through the back of the house where my sister sees me. Yes, I don't go through the front because <laughs> I know my parents up there. I go through the back, and uh, my sister sees me and she knows immediately there's something wrong. And like some dumbass. I fucking, I'm probably being louder than shit, but I cut my hands together like I'm trying to be silent about it. And I'm telling her, I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) So I fucking go and lay down. I hit my bed. As soon as I hit my bed, a problem kicked in, Carlo. And that problem was my fucking stomach. Everything started to spin, and my stomach was like, nope. Yep. this this no we need to get some of this That's poison your- out your system and, and for those who are not used to because you're used to us talking about alcohol with a little bit of dignity and respect that's how we usually talk about alcohol <clears throat> but just that's a little dignity that's not what we're doing today <laughs> no. but i do want you to know if you are listening to this you're ever and you haven't gotten drunk before don't do what i someday, do do not do what really, i do when your stomach says get this out this is not your stomach punishing you this is your stomach trying to save your life and it's gonna just get somewhere you can you're allowed to throw up don't throw up on the person you want to bang don't throw up in your clothes do not throw up on your friend's 350 dollars black wool trench coat that would be for a example somebody who will who will come up later <laughs> absolutely so there i am and my stomach saying no poison has to come out yes. in your system so it did all over my fucking bedroom floor and christina my sister saw me and i was like can you please clean it up for me i'm dead fight out and so my sister actually starts cleaning it for me and then yeah she actually got a mop and then she started cleaning for it now i don't know if my mom had seen her get a mop in a bucket 
But then she, you know, a few minutes later, my mom walks into my room and is wondering why is my sister mopping my floor? And then she looks at me and she's like, Chris, what, what's wrong with you? I couldn't answer at that point. Everything's still spinning. My stomach is like, <laughs> and so I jump up, I run to the bathroom and just like, Bleh. <laughs> I'm praying to the ports of God, make it stop at this point because I was in really bad shape. My dad got concerned because he's standing in the doorway and he's like, oh my gosh, so he's talking to my mom. And he's like, what, what's wrong with Chris? There's something wrong with Chris. And my mom's like, there's nothing wrong with that boy. That boy is just drunk. <laughs> She's like, don't you smell the alcohol coming off? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just the alcohol. The, the body's like, I'm not processing this. Like, it's not throw up. Eventually, it's just liquid. It's, it's just, just the liquid coming out. Like, oh, God, please stop. <laughs> and I'm dying. She's like, where did you go get drunk at? Where are you drunk at? Uh, <laughs> she's like, was it that girl? I'm standing up and trying to talk and I'm fucking slurring all my words. I shit you not, as I am throwing up and dying, my mom goes over to their house. <laughs> oh shit, really? Fucking yell at them for oh giving alcohol to a 15 year old which i understand that in retrospect now but at the yep. time that was horribly embarrassing uh because oh, i can't I'm, I'm i can't do anything to stop her because my system is shut down trying to save me from yep. fucking alcohol poisoning because your and, whole body is like let the body die save the brain yes like, <laughs> Whatever we can do, just download his programming at this point. <laughs> Everything else is fucked. <laughs> it was an experience. And then I shit you not, till this day, Carlo, to this day, yep. I cannot smell wild turkey. Like, <laughs> if I smell it... it you know it will make oh, me, sure it's like oh fuck you Am I? Yeah. <laughs> no thank you <clears throat> it was bad carl like so you i just catch a whiff of wild turkey and i'm sick to my stomach sure nothing's happening but it's like oh oh god no please no it's my garlic <laughs> if i was dracula it's my garlic <laughs> just leave out a shot of wild turkey like oh, no oh, no again i'm not killing All right, oh. i'll tell you what you want i'll tell you what you want <laughs> Be like the worst James Bond ever, torturing me, beating me. <laughs> we know your secret. <laughs> wild turkey. Oh, God, please don't. <laughs> Which, I mean, wild turkey has a really strong ethanol smell because it's, it's high because alcohol, it is too. It's basically not... ethanol. <laughs> yeah. a, little, a little drop of food coloring. It's That's fucking kind of diesel about. with fucking, like, here's, <laughs> like, just a splash of Coke for the coloring. <laughs> And it's like, here you go. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy Wild Turkey. <laughs> I'm glad you do. I cannot. It's, it's a good cheap shot. And I was uh, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And so, guys, one, A, you don't have to impress them. B, you don't have to die trying to impress them. No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was, that was well, horribly horrible. Horrible. I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that I know the liquor that I don't fucking want to drink. What, what's what's liquors spirit. you just won't take? I, if, if I can all at all avoid it, 
don't do not give Carlo vodka. <laughs> I I can drink weird shit. I can eat hips. I can just I can do like drink hipster nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm at the bar with all with bartenders and they're like, "Hey, who wants to do a round of Campari and, or Chartreuse or something?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm enjoying myself." And everyone's everyone's like, "This tastes like melted plastic," and I'll be like, "Yes, it does. Yeah, it's, it's good as hell. It's good. I like them like Campari. Tastes mm-hmm. like a melt. You know those like little red pizza cups they had at Pizza Hut when we were kids? Yes. If you melted that, that's what Campari tastes like." <laughs> I say that as someone who likes Campari. Mm-hmm. I'll tell other people like, oh, they're doing free shots. You don't want this. You don't want this smoke. Yep. Don't ask for this. You don't uh, want none of this fun. You don't want this. You don't want to do this. You can't do this. You no. ain't about that life. And I'm fine. And I, I'll have it. And I love it. Um, you ain't about that wild turkey life. <laughs> wild turkey. Fine wild turkey. Uh, Vodka, though, for whatever reason. I, I know... There is a there is no chemical like there is people some people like I tr- can't drink tequila if you can drink alcohol you can drink alcohol that's how alcohol works broad strokes the major spirits you can't do like corn then I guess you can't do bourbon but other than that like it's like oh I go drink scotch scotch makes me sick alcohol poisoning makes you sick alcohol makes you sick just don't do you're just doing it wrong so I know that intellectually philosophically fuck vodka right. it's trash liquor for alcoholics. And everyone gets mad about like, well, okay, what's your, what's the best vodka? This, okay, you know, what's it taste like? Oh, it's so crisp and clean. What's it taste like? Um, um, just straight ethanol. So it's not about flavor. No. Well, it's good. It's good for cocktails. What kind of cocktail? Well, this one, if you had blue food coloring and sugar, well, then you just like blue food coloring and sugar. Mm-hmm. Why well, just like that on the rocks? You're just an alcoholic. You just want ethanol. You just want to get drunk as quickly just, as possible. Here's my Chevron <laughs> gift card. You have yeah, yourself a time like, tonight. You don't like alcohol. You like being drunk. Yeah. That's fine, but don't fucking lie. Come to me and say, like, I like alcohol too. I like I like a good vodka. Doesn't exist. It doesn't. There's a good alcohol. They would age it in barrels or over fruit or something to make an actual alcohol, like an adult. I this mean, was, I can't wait. I need to get drunk now. That's what vodka is. Vodka, <laughs> vodka yeah. is the fucking drink that the Siberians use to try to fucking keep alive. That's what <laughs> vodka is. Yeah. It's, it's potato. It's too cold. Yeah. We can't wait to age our liquor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we must leave now. Gulp, gulp, gulp. You know? It is actually, it is harder to make uh, most liquors in colder environments. It tends to take longer because if you're aging it on wood like with barrels like most of those spirits um a hotter climate is quicker which is why they're finding in texas you can actually make really good uh bourbons and whiskeys here because you can get the uh, an, an aged flavor profile in a shorter amount of time so oh, yeah. it tastes like a two-year like a three four-year-old whiskey but it'll only take like six months mm-hmm. because it's so damn hot here. Because yeah. it's so fucking hot here, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's, but not important. Not important. Just not, no, that, that's neither here or over there about yeah. the superiority of our great nation. But no, 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 we're talking about vodka. <laughs> Here's why I don't do vodka. And this, now it's not just fair to blame vodka, but I do. Should we Halloween blame Putin? Night... What's that? Should we blame Putin? <laughs> sure. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like I like a world leader you can drink with. When world you know leader don't drink, I, I, I don't can see Putin being someone who we could do a few shots with, but then we wake up in a fucking torture chamber. I was like, damn it! Yeah, that's I can't trust him. Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> who fucking? This is me. I'm just like driving. Like I'm just shanking people. Who gave Carlo vodka? Because Carlo gets angry on vodka. Mm. Most drinks, rum. I love dancing and I love singing and I love you. Beer, we're all having a great time. What is there a game on? I don't know or care. I'm having a great time. 
Vodka, I'm just angry. Mm-hmm. Whiskey makes like, whiskey makes me sad. Bourbon makes me love you. That's how I am. But vodka makes me fucking mean. So it was Halloween several years ago. I'm working the company I'm working for at this time, a restaurant, Montrose. They decide uh, a bunch of them. Are, we're all going to go to a uh, a friend of the company's. Uh, kind of like a. He, I'm not, not going to say his name because he's a big name here in town. So we're going to call him uh, Michael J. Fox. So Michael J. Fox is throwing uh, is going is like kind of throwing a party in a metal church, a gym. This little like it's like a, it was originally it was a garage and then it just got so popular it became like a really fancy gym and then no one in the neighborhood could afford to go there anymore. So it was a gym for like rich people that like to pretend to be poor while they're pumping iron. I don't know a better way to describe it. But it still looked kind of like a converted uh, garage. So we're there for a Halloween party. And I go up and he's like, hey guys, no one wants to try this weird. And it was like beetroot liqueur or something. Just like bright red, uh, very medicinal flavor. It was like absinthe with more of a red candy or, or red medicine flavor. Imagine mm-hmm. that together. So it's Robitussin. Yeah, I, it might have been purple. It was just fucking purple. Um, but he, he gives me this like really cute like Art Deco glass bottle, and it's only about that big, maybe two hundred milliliters, like a smaller bottle. Um, I was like, no one else wants this, but I'm making cocktails with it. You want to try it? And me and the uh, a buddy, a, a guy I was living with at the time, we were both like, fuck yeah, we'd like to try it. it looks good. We take a little sip, and we're both like, oh, this is delicious. Yeah, it's got like a jammy. We're like talking about it like fucking alcohol nerds, and he goes, oh. You can just kill that bottle then. Cool. So we immediately did. Which was fine. Was it I'm dancing? Death? No, I was fine. <laughs> no problem. I, like, he was like, you did tell us like it's a pretty high proof because it's older age and blah, blah, blah. But okay, cool. We kill it. I'm still having a great time. I was dressed in like a tuxedo with a demon, ma- a little devil mask. And I had this like Celtic cross on a walking cane. So it was, a, it was like a lead sphere, like a baseball sized lead sphere that had a little Celtic cross on it. So I was walking around with that as I was, you know, Satan for Halloween. Um, and I'm taking pictures. I'm like telling stories with people, like just lounging on this like workout equipment while talking to a bunch of women, a couple of guys, having a great night. At one point, someone's like, oh, I made you a cocktail. I don't remember. Some One girl I, I worked with, she's like, I made you a cocktail. And she's like, here, gave one to my buddy. Uh, she had gave one to my OJ Fox. She gave one to me. And like uh, my was like, oh, we should just slam it. It's so it's so sweet. And, like he kind of like giving her shit because they're kind of flirting, kind of giving her shit. Ah, you should slam it. All right, potato. <laughs> I fucked up. I'm like, oh. tastes like like a like a cheap bitter metallic foot. You gave me vodka. And they're like, yeah, what's wrong? I'm like, and I was immediately like. I have told you before, do not give me vodka. I will drink out of the gutter before I... God damn it. Wait, this tastes like the last drink you made me. Yeah, you've been drinking it all night. See, you don't mind. Like, we're all going to regret what happens next. I don't remember what happens next. (laughs) What I remember the next day is I'm at home, half-dressed. The mask is gone. The cane is gone. I drove... I drove to that party. I know for a fact I drove to that party. My car is not in the driveway. Check my phone. Oh, I got a ride. Okay, cool. I got a ride on a uh, uh, lift had only just come into town. So I got in a lift, got home. Even though I was so fucking drunk, I'm like, oh, good. There's no blood on me. There's no broken glass. I assumed it'd be something. Some kind of problem, some kind of sign that something had gone horribly. Apparently, I did the responsible thing. I went home, probably going, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I've had a, 
Uh, I've had a night. It's been a great time. This bitch gave me vodka. And now we're all going to die. I'm going to go home before I hurt any of you. I love you all. Goodbye. Apparently got called a lift, went home, went to bed, drink a ton of water. Cause it was an empty Ozarka jug next to my, my bed. I've learned since the, from the past. Went back to, got another lift, went to the, to the iron gym, went back to the, uh, to the gym, to iron church. And when I got there, I found my car. Oh, good. My car's here. I just left it here. Checked it out. Everything's fine. The mask I was wearing is in the back seat, but no cane. Hmm. No cane. That's weird. That's weird. So I'm walking around the car and then I look down about the lengths of three cars mm-hmm. on the ground is my cane. Hmm. Okay. I must have just dropped it and said, fuck it and kept walking. Okay. No problem. I walk over to the cane and then I see what happened. Someone had a little red Miata. I hate little red Miatas. I don't know why. There's probably trauma there, but I fucking hate little red Miatas. You know, like the, the little beep beep Italian yeah, bullshit car, about, like, yeah. a, like a soft top, mm-hmm. and it's all, it's all, it's exclusively driven by idiots who don't know, just won't get a real car. Mm-hmm. Like just ride a bike if you want a, a car like that. Okay, to get like a, a something I can respect, but not a Miata. Apparently, I'm not saying it was me, but somebody destroyed the windshield with a lead cane. Ooh, ooh, okay. Yeah, there was there was two on the part that was still like attached because it was safety glass. It was safety glass like shatters and like in jumps, yeah. so it's like he's got that webbing. So there was a like two little baseball size holes up on the side, and the other side was caved in. On the floor, my cane. I pick up my cane. I get in my car and I leave, and I vow the next time someone says, "Oh, it's fine, drink vodka," I'm gonna just I'm gonna slap it out of the hand. Do not give Carlo vodka. No, no. Never give Carlo vodka. Yes. Oh, my God. And I God. checked. It's been a, a, enough years. Statue of limitations. Very good. Be, I, awesome. I'm okay. Awesome. I'm clear. I cannot be held responsible for that action. Oh, wow. So let me tell you a fun little story about drunk me and me and my cousin, Ricardo, who one day I hope he hears this. Uh, <laughs> it's a great fucking story. So it starts off at this night at Ricardo's house. Uh, he had he was seeing uh, this woman who worked at a liquor store. All right, we were young. Um, our taste in women hadn't quite developed yet. So he meets this woman. He sees her for a little while, but like shit, you not. He had bottles and bottles of of everything, you know. And so I get to his house. He had been drinking. And then I started to drink with him. Now, in all honesty, I'm going to go through what we drank, what I can remember. And to be very honest with you, I should have died just (laughs) off of what I drank, how much I drank. I seriously probably should have died. But okay, so there's this um, a bottle. It's it's a, a spirit a liquor from from mexico and it's called viejo something uh old it's old man something i can't remember what it was uh and i killed that whole bottle by myself and because he (laughs) we both had our own bottles he killed a bottle i killed a bottle then uh we killed the smaller bottles not those tiny bottles but the small like alcoholic bottles of goldschlager each and then we killed off another small bottle-ish of apple puckers. 
And then Ugh. we killed off a six pack of beer between us. Jesus. And uh, then, <laughs> like, like no shit, like this isn't stopping anytime soon, Carlo. Like, then we killed off a bottle of tequila each. So we had our own, we should have died, Carlo. <laughs> I fucking remember, and we, and we kept drinking, and we kept drinking and drinking. I don't remember much, like how, I only remember segments of what happened next. Sure. Uh, other people had to fill me in on the story, so I'm going to fill you in on the story. What ends up happening is that I laid down on Ricardo's bed, okay. and I passed out. I don't remember anything else other than I laid down and I passed out and then I woke up and then I was in at this time, Ricardo had a blazer. We were in the blazer and we were driving and he was taking us to a nightclub called Cocos Locos here in Houston. Ah. And yes, uh, (laughs) yeah. So one of those, if you want to die places. So he was driving. And then all I remember him saying is, we're going Cocos Locos. And I fucking passed out again. (laughs) I woke up when we got there. And we got to the door. I was so fucking intoxicated, Carlo, that the ghetto ass bouncers at the door who fucking let anyone in would not let me in that's how bad i was like they were like no he can't come in here yeah and but ricardo and his sister had gotten in before me so no his sister got in then ricardo and me were there and he's like just go back to the car i'm gonna get he's gonna go get his sister and then he's gonna come back out so i go back to the car somehow i wandered off and found my way to the car and I kept thinking, I just need, I need to lay down. I need to lay down. So I, I felt myself pressed up, my head pressed up against the fucking car. And I okay. fall, I pass out that way. <laughs> but I'm standing there and I fucking passed yeah. out. And then I remember a police officer apparently came up to me. I had no idea. I didn't. And he was like, look, you need to leave. Or else I'm going to have to arrest you. Okay. All right. I remember that. What happened next? I don't remember. Apparently, I passed out in the parking lot. Okay. And I came to to a police officer kicking me. (laughs) Say, get up. Get up. I told you you gotta go. And he was kicking me, but I was so drunk. I didn't even I didn't even feel that he was kicking me. Sure. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) but he was like, get up, get up. And then Ricardo came out and then fucking grabbed me and put me in the car. He's like, I'm taking him, I'm taking him. Well, I'm passed out in the car. Now, I'm going to go back and explain apparently what attracted the officer to come back to me okay. uh, in a little bit. Uh, so he put me in the car. And if you remember from last episode, this is where this fun portion kicks in. So I pass out again in the fucking car. I can't stay awake. I've had too much in my system. My yeah, body is fucking shutting the fuck down. So um, I wake up. And when I wake up, his sister's in the back seat. And I'm, I'm in the passenger seat. And Ricardo shouldn't have been driving either because he's fucking, no. you know, he, we drank the same amount. But then his sister, I hear his sister go, all over the back seat which then fucking triggers me 
to go yep. over the <laughs> dashboard. And then I stop and I hear I Ricardo was rolling down his window. I was like, go oh, throw up out the fucking window. And then after I'm done, his sister throws up again. And then <laughs> I triggers me to throw up again. And then and right. he's like, out the fucking window. <laughs> so then <laughs> I'm hanging out the window, but I've stopped throwing up. And then his sister's throwing up again. Yep. And then I start throwing up all along the side of his car. So this happened pretty much till we got home. And uh, <laughs> so I, I wake up. <laughs> All right. So I, I make it home. I wake up in bed. And then I, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I do know that I have bruises on my body. <laughs> and I, yeah. I don't fucking remember why I have bruises. So after my cousin fucking gains consciousness i yeah. call him i was like what the fuck happened and, uh, and i was like you shouldn't have fucking taken me anywhere because you know he yeah. fucking he literally i don't remember i remember passing out on his bed and that's why i should have fucking stayed but apparently yeah. he fucking dragged me off and uh and so i told him i don't fucking remember what happened i remember not being let into the club and that was it and he goes, dude, so this is where I'm going to fill everyone in. So when I went back to the car after the officer right. told me you need to leave and I'm passed out on top of the car, I apparently passed out in the parking lot. So just went to a different part of the parking lot. Was like, no, no, here. I passed out on the floor in the parking lot right by the car. Now, okay. his, Ricardo's sister came out. Apparently, she couldn't find Ricardo, couldn't find her, and she couldn't find him. So she came out to the car. She right. saw me passed out on the floor of the parking lot. She had been drinking too, nothing like what we had been doing, but right. apparently, she had been drinking too. And she thought, no shit, she thought I was dead. Yeah. She thought yeah. I was dead because I, and laying on, she thought someone killed me and I was dead. And she started crying. And because okay. she started yeah. crying, thinking that I was dead, this signals to the officer to come over and see what's the matter. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he knows I'm not dead. And then yep. <laughs> continuously starts to. But he doesn't want to make her a liar, so he starts kicking you. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'll kill him. Got it. He's <laughs> fucking not dead, you know? So he starts kicking me. And that's when Ricardo came and saved my ass. And he's like, you need to get him out. I remember him saying, you need to get him out of here before I arrest him and rescue. And I was like, <laughs> What the fuck? So that that was a thing that happened. Now, here's the other fun thing that happened that night. When I woke up the next morning, mm -hmm. I was naked in my living room. I wasn't wearing any clothes. And I know that I wore clothes on our drunken adventure, but yeah. I was not wearing them when I came when I came to. OK, so I put clothes on. Like, where the fuck's my clothes? I can't find my, because my wallet and all my shits and my pants. I'm like, where the sure. fuck is all that? So I fucking, I fucking get dressed. Okay. I'm looking for my clothes. I can't find them. I open up my fucking door and I look in the yard and there is a trail of my clothes going from the front gate all the way to my house. <laughs> 
So wait, wait, was this was this your was that was this well, did they do that or did you do that? Like you got out of the car like I'm cold, so I'm like stripping with the fuck? I, I'm assuming I did it. I'm I don't think someone threw up and peed in my pants. I'm taking yeah, like, this off. fucking just go to this thing. Yeah. College boy paying me. So I was like, what the fuck? So I was like, holy shit. I hope no one saw that. And but apparently I made it into the house and passed the fuck out, which is way better than fucking waking up and being butt naked outside my house. So Ooh, yeah, that true. was a fun, fun life moment. Jesus. But I have to say, regardless of whether the officer was kicking me or not, he was a very cool officer because he could have fucking just taken my ass. Absolutely. He fucking just arguably fucking, should have. If, by all means, my parents should have got a call saying, <laughs> You're a dumbass son. <laughs> This fucktard of a child you got here. <laughs> Go and need some bail money. You just know? kicking the shit out of you was technically nicer. <laughs> yeah, that was way nicer. Like, Holy shit. So he was a cool officer. I'm going to give him that. <laughs> uh, but oh my God, that was fucking insane, Carlo. I was like, but that I should have seriously just off of how much alcohol I consumed. And there's a couple bottles I probably even forgot that I killed. I should have died off of half of that. I yeah, really should have. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? It was horrible. I was a dumbass. My my stomach is upset just thinking about it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> do you got a do you got another one that might be a little good? Because I got one where we passed out at a red light. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> oh man. Which is terrible. It is absolutely terrible and oddly not sobering in the moment. No, no. Well, in the moment, no, because so this this story, this fun story involves me and Ricardo. Apparently me and Ricardo just like to drink a lot in these moments. Yep. So what ends up happening is we went to back in the day, there's this club called Polyesters. And I've mentioned this club before, yeah. it, you know, back then it, it had three rooms. It was a nightclub. You had a 70s room, an 80s room and a like modern house techno bullshit room. Uh, which I guess this was the 90s, so the 90s room, whatever the fuck you want to call yeah. it. So we're in there, we're getting all drunk and stupid and shit, and we're club hopping, and we're just fucking drunk off of our ass. And we're driving home, and we get to six, no, um, not 610, we get to Cross Timbers and Fulton, mm. all right? And this is in a part of Houston where you never, ever, 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 ever want to be caught off guard and so me and ricardo pull up to the red light i am tired carlo and i'm not driving i'm not fucking driving and carlo at this time owns a midnight blue buick 78 low rider with silver flakes black wrap top hood i mean just chromed out fucking i mean it was hydraulics everything <laughs> and fucking i was like okay well we'll be home soon because we're not far from the house so i put my my head against the the glass and it's all nice and cool and i close my eyes and i fall asleep but the last thing that i see is it is like three in the morning okay, okay. so it's three in the morning i close my eyes at the corner of cross numbers and Fulton. Next thing I know, Ricardo punches me. Why? Why'd you let me fall asleep? Like, what the fuck? 
it is now five in the morning. He had passed out too and fell asleep at the same time I did, apparently. And we were asleep at a stoplight for two hours. Jesus Christ. And no one, <laughs> no, no one, yeah, no one came and killed us. Which was really weird because they should have because of that car that Ricardo was driving. No one sure. killed us. He didn't fucking slip his foot off the fucking uh, just barrel into a, into a uh, building or something. We yeah. would have fucking driven through a McDonald's, which would have brought a whole new meaning to the word drive through. Uh, but fucking <laughs> no, none of. But he was over. He was mad and he hits me. I'm like yeah. motherfucker. I ain't the one driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking just closed my, my eyes for me. Apparently he did too. And yep. by the grace of God, none of us died. That's yep. all I can say. We did not die. We did not get carjacked. We did not get killed. <laughs> we fucking woke up two hours later at a fucking red light. You just like, you just imagine your guardian angel being like, this dumb piece of shit. Like, this? <laughs> my, my angel like, for this dumbest. Come my, on. My angel's like, this stupid motherfucker here. <laughs> Like, I'm yeah. going to be doing double duty for the next two hours because yeah. Tweedledee and Tweedledum here fucking passes. A, and how we managed to pass out both at the same time at a red light is beyond me. I understand one of us passing out, which was supposed to be me, but not both of us. And that no. was a fucking issue from hell. But uh, we made it home and yeah. I went home and went to sleep. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a fun life moment right there. I want to underline that we are not uh, making light of the incredibly stupid decision to get so drunk you should not be driving. Yeah, you you really shouldn't. You should. You get drunk enough to not be driving. I'm a big like now that, and like that is and I was like, there is it costs about as much to, uh, uh, like for your first drink mm -hmm. and the gas to drive to drive somewhere to drink. Take mm -hmm. a fucking lift. Just yeah. the same price as getting your like you drink one less drink and you don't have to drive. It's the best. Get a ride. Well, you know Get what? Nowadays, it's way better. Yeah, nowadays that's a lot easier because back then in the 90s, oh, it was you didn't yeah. you didn't have Uber, you didn't have Lyft. Mm -hmm. You're you lucky had you had a, call a cab. Yeah, you're lucky if you could call a cab. And, and, and for the for the for the Zenials or whatever fucking term that you have for people younger than me, you don't understand. You had to call a cab and talk to a person. You couldn't mm -hmm. just yeah, you had to be like, hi, I'm drunk. I shouldn't be, but I but I am. I'm on the corner of next to a McDonald's and I think that's a Bucky's. I don't know. Please help and send someone who I do not know and probably shouldn't trust to mm -hmm. come pick me up. Oh, that'll be an hour or maybe never. Thanks. Goodbye. Like I you I have mm -hmm. made that call many times. Yeah. And several times no one showed up because taxi cabs in the city. Stop, yeah, the, it which just, is why it they're is horrible. They're bad. Yeah, yeah, but you know, no, I it don't, was just get a ride share, a ride share app. It's so much better now. Nowadays, yeah, absolutely. There's no excuse for drunk driving. Back then, we were stupid. We did stupid things. But by the grace involved. of God, no one died. No one got hurt. Uh, it was just horrific. Like but we did stupid stuff back then. Do not do that. Don't do that. Don't people. ever do this. But, here is another story that makes it sound fun. <laughs> um, okay, this. Uh, okay, now you know this, Richard, about downtown Houston. I do. But if you on. don't know, it is a it is a very solid 
grid with mostly it's like just square square grid, but it's constantly rotating uh, or alternating between uh, one ways. So one way mm -hmm. this direction, one way that way. They added uh, a rail system that goes right down the middle that can just like, well, I'm going now. Fuck your lights. Yeah. Sometimes it obeys traffic lights. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, who knows? It does what, what it wants. Like? Yeah. It does what it fucking wants, and it'll run you down, as it should. It's public transit. It should. Be, it should be allowed to run people down. Mm -hmm. Don't drive your car down there it's for public yeah. transit. We shouldn't do. Should just be public transit. But neither here nor there. Another night somewhere downtown. Got too drunk, but at this point, I had my car. I'm gonna drive home. I should not be driving home. Hmm. Ordinarily, because everyone complains about it in Houston, everyone will say, "I don't like. I don't like going downtown. It's so confusing." This street, you can go left or right, not both. That's all it is. Stop complaining. It's not that confusing. I was real drunk. I found it confusing. I was lost. Yeah, I was having yeah. a lot of trouble going. Like, all right, I know the college is that way. I live that way. That way takes me to Montrose in the neighborhood. That way takes me to the East End, which is uh, not, at the time nothing but uh, but uh, warehouses and people mm -hmm. who will shoot me. Yes. So don't go east. But. I could not tell. It's the middle of the night. I can't orient by by uh, orient myself by the by the sun. I don't know where East is right now. So I'm like, okay, if I go the wrong way, I'm going to be trapped in a part. Of, I'm going to end up in a part of the neighborhood of the city that I had never been to. I've been to like three times during the day and immediately got lost. And there's nothing. There's nothing there. Now there's like hipster shit. But now there was at the time mm -hmm. there was nothing. I would have just been lost in like a completely black void. Could not would not be able to see the light of day, so I couldn't go that way. So I'm trying to figure out where it is, but I didn't want to like commit until I could find something that made me sure there's a, there's a neighborhood, there's Montrose, or that's definitely uh, heading me back home. I can just ride that all the way down and then back to uh, my side of town, or this is the north side. That's going to definitely take me to uh, the college where I had a key for the theater, so I could just go in there and pass out. out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, would, I did it all the time. I would just go to the, get to the theater. Uh, I would go. Uh, there's a back door to the school, and there was a there was a um, a police station in the in the college. Mm -hmm. And I would go in there, like and no matter how drunk I was, I'd just be able to like, I can't. Really... Hi, the professor that runs the theater. He told me to come in uh, and do some movement in this part. So he he gave me the key, and I had a key. He, had, he gave me a key to the theater. I'm just gonna do a real quick thing. I just, I'll see myself out. You don't have to worry about me. Oh yeah, sure. We know that guy. It's cool. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Go up. Go into the green room of the theater. Put, sit down on my couch it was my couch i slept on it more than anybody else and i would go to sleep the next morning i would go to the gym and take a shower and then i would go to class it was fantastic yeah. but <laughs> but i couldn't figure out which way was i was like okay if i can find which way is definitively home i'll go that way if i can't and i'm pretty sure like if i can see the school in the distance i'll just make for that that's the plan mm-hmm so I'm making, uh, just doing these like these loops going around and around. And I finally see something familiar, a particular uh, bar or restaurant. Something was like, ooh, okay, I know that will lead me to the specs that's downtown. Once I'm there, I can just sit in the parking lot for a minute, get my bearings and I'll be fine. So it's a point I'm drunk enough that I'm like, I need like to really focus on anything. But then a song will come on and I love this song and I forget what I'm doing. And then I'm just driving. Terrible, terrible way to, to be, not, not smart. No. So I'm making a, just a box going around this one block around that, that restaurant that I'm sure is within sight of the big specs, which will be my touchstone to find my way home. <laughs> but every time, for some fucking reason, I don't know why it is, I would always get on one part of the block. So I'm making a square. 
So go around the, north, the, the top of it, the left of it, the bottom of it. Come on the right side. I would always get in the wrong lane. I would always be in the middle lane mm -hmm. when I was going to take, I was knew I was going to be taking a left because I was going to make that square again. But I would get in the middle lane and then the last minute go, oh shit. And then from the middle lane, take a really wide left turn, mm -hmm. which is very obviously something you're not supposed to do. And people, anyone looking, watching you will go like, well, don't fucking do that, you dumb drunk. Very obvious, including the cop that was just at like a CVS down there, who's just like, who's walking to his car, watches me take the wide left turn and decides, fuck it, I'll let it go. <laughs> and I know this because when I came back around and did it a second time, he was, he was in his car and he saw him, he's like, I think that was the same car. I'll let it go. The third time I did it, whoop. <laughs> All right, oh, I'll let you go twice, motherfucker. So the cop like pulls it, pulls it behind me. I'm like, I'm drunk. I know I'm drunk. I should not be driving. He, I, this is gonna, this is gonna fuck up my entire life. Mm -hmm. I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do. Take a deep breath. Center myself. Engage my instrument. Tap, tap, tap on the door. As he opens, as I open, lower the window for him, my eyes are bloodshot. I am weeping. And I, I'm like, yeah, I understand. I know what I did. I took that, I'm, I'm lost. And I took that turn. I took that illegal left turn. So yeah, I saw you do it three times. Like I, yes, I did. I didn't do any of, I didn't go like, what seems to be the problem, officer? Why are you, I, you know why you fucked me up. I got fucked. I was doing the stupid turn. I know that. I'm not going to lie about that. What I did lie about. Are you all right? I told him the heartbreaking story that I had just been dumped. Aww. I was out with a bunch of friends. I was with this girl, and I've, we've been together. We've been together almost like a year and a half. I, I, I was like, I, I was like ring shopping at this point, and um, at a bar, out with our friends. She's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm, I'm done. Um. She got a she got a one of our friends to give her a ride home. Uh, she's gonna stay there tonight, and I I'm just I just I I've no, I I don't know I I, I just want to go home, and I and I don't want to go there, and she won't and knowing she's not gonna be there, I and so I've just been driving around in circles. And he goes, cancel my ID, has my insurance. Man, that's I'm really sorry having a bad night. Look, just go on home. You'll make it. You'll, you're going to be fine. I promise you. Thank you. I keep crying. Mm -hmm. Roll up my window. He goes back to the car. He pulls up alongside me. He gives me a little salute like, hey, you're going to make it, man. Love hurts, but you're going to make it. Drives off. I take a right. Right into the specs. I found it. Turn into the specs. Turn off my light. I start laughing. <laughs> Complete bullshit. None of that's true. I would just got drunk with my friends, but I gave him the sad story and I'm whooping. You know, but I hadn't I hadn't been with anybody in like a month, in like months, a year. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was completely alone. <laughs> you know, sad story. Go dump me. Broke my heart. I just mm. I'm so sad, Mister Officer Man. And he let me go. Oh. <laughs> I just like took a little nap because I'm like I'm really drunk. I'm just gonna <laughs> just curled up into a ball like an armadillo. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna stay here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna risk it. No, I, I wouldn't either. At that point, yeah. you know. took a nap for like 15. I, I ended. Up, I drove home like maybe 15, 20 minutes later. I don't know. 
closed my eyes for a little bit just in the parking lot with one with the engine cut off and then drove home and but by then it was you know it was almost set up so yeah, yeah. might as well just like yeah have fine. a moment yeah now yeah. i've been on the receiving end too of like where i wasn't drunk but had to deal with a lot of drunks and mostly at the parties that i throw and yeah that was always fun were you there that halloween party where uh i can't remember his name but uh it was cold it was halloween uh i had a couple of fire pits out Mm -hmm. someone got so fucking wasted i'll never forget this uh so i'm inside taking a picture with a friend of mine because we both came as devils right and then my sister comes in she's like yeah you're needed outside i was like okay i'll be there in a minute but she says it really calm and then so i start like we can't find the cheesy poops yeah something like that right so then me and my my friend are talking and then she comes in and goes you're you're needed outside i was like okay well it didn't seem like an emergency and she didn't say it was an emergency yeah you you had it bullet pointed as the next thing you're doing it's like after this i'll be does it need to move up into queue do you have some urgency right like you know it's like what the fuck so then she comes in a third time and now she's acting like it's urgent she's like you're needed outside i was like what the fuck so i went outside and there's all this smoke in the yard i was like what the fuck is happening and so someone who is totally fucking wasted was mm-hmm. jumping over the fire pit, knocked the fire pit over, and caught the yard on fire. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? One of my cousins, a couple of my cousins and her husband had put the fire out. They said that we got the water hose, we put it out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, but there's sure. all this smoke everywhere. Right. I was like, what the fuck? But he was apparently so drunk, he fell into it or jumped over it and fucking knocked it over and set the yard on fire. They were able to get it under control. But there was this massive like burn in the yard the fucking next day because someone was a little too drunk. Uh, I remember at the same party, we had to stop a, a possible fight because there are these, we, you know that at my parties, I give away some pretty yeah. stellar costume gifts, prizes. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So these are parties whenever it's like, you know, like, oh, best prize or whatever, best costume mm-hmm. gift. It's like, it's, it's not like, here's a, you get a beer. It's, it's a fucking, like a gift basket of shit. Yeah. It's a whole fucking movie night. Oh yeah, I give yeah. I give away some really good shit. So like um there was this thing where the this woman won best costume for drunken pirate. Okay, she came sure. and she was just her costume was perfect, but she won it. And then there's this other group of women who wanted to fight her because she yeah. won. And so we had to put Drunken Pirate in the house, but she was pretty drunk. She had no idea what the fuck was going on because she was passed out in the kitchen. And we had to fucking go out there and do some crowd control till she calmed the fuck down and left. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So that was two things that happened in that one night. Legitimately, they were going to like, 
jumper. Yeah, they were, they were gonna physically mad. assault multiple they, women. We're gonna they, assault this woman. They were drunk and they were mad because they didn't yeah. fucking win a prize. I was like, get out of your fucking mind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. um, so then what happens? <laughs> I don't know if you remember this one. Um our friend Jimmy Mai, he doesn't mind if I use his name. Okay. Had brought a friend to one of my parties in the yard. And uh, his friend apparently was going through something. And his Jimmy pulls a really dick move if you're listening to this, Jimmy. Hmm. You fucking, while I'm handling other fires, because there's this drunk guy who was chasing after our friend Sophia. So I had to get Sophia in the yard and uh, in the house and threw this guy out. But he got so drunk, he was actually in the other neighbor's yard trapped in their fence. Yeah. And so <laughs> as I'm trying to throw this fool out, Jimmy's taking off and goes, hey, I'm leaving. What's his name? Uh, take care of him for me and walk the fuck off. And I was like, what the hell? And then yeah. I looked over and there's this guy throwing up all over my fucking patio. And I was like, what the fuck, man? So yeah. it was just like, you know, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy at a party, uh, yeah. Jimmy. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the thing. Like, if you want to be like, oh, I'm like, I'm a a fun party guy and i like we party me and my bros we go party take care of your fucking people yes and they should take care of you because some eventually you're going to be the idiot but when your friends are the idiot you got to take care of them like i but it happens so much then don't be friends with that person but don't oh i love hanging hanging with this person and drinking too much of this person but i don't want to be responsible don't be a piece of shit take care of your people yeah definitely. i remember uh because i i'm not going to say this guy's name uh, so I'm going to call him, um, what's a good name for him? We'll call him Keanu. Keanu. Uh, so I took, uh, me and my brother took Keanu, uh, out for drinking. Now here's the, here's the problem. I work nights cause I, I've always worked in, I, I work in restaurants, bars, that sort of thing. So I work at nights. Um, now they, at the time, I believe both had a brother who is a teacher and I, he, I think was in retail or something, but they had day jobs. So they were done pretty early in the day. So they decided, let's get happy hour while we wait for Carlo. And then we'll all go out together. I'm like, I'll be out early. I won't be out in time for happy hour. So I'll be out. But I'll be, I should be out done around six or seven. So just after happy hour. Mm-hmm. Get started without me. Have somebody to eat. I'll grab a bite on the way. We'll go and we'll hit up Montrose. We'll, go, we'll hit the bars. We'll have a great time. Um, so my brother at the time was a big believer in, I can't die. So I'm going to drink all the alcohol I can um so he because he had had a big lunch like yeah he had had a day off he had a big lunch so he didn't need anything to eat so keanu was like oh i'm gonna drink with you and he's like okay because my uh, my brother thinks it's funny when this guy nearly drinks himself to death he always thinks it's funny um and he and he's like well i already ate you want to get food like are you eating Nah, i'm just gonna drink well i'm drinking too and my brother because like i'm me and my brother the men are pretty like meaty guys Mm. um like we're i mean we're fat but also just we're very like i'm like very broad shouldered for broad my, guys built like, yeah built like, a, like yeah we're both built like as like a like a kind of like a jeep kind of wide and boxy <laughs> mm-hmm. um uh but we're and we're we're, we're heavy but we're, a bit, we're dense too it's not just that there's a little a little muscle under there so we can actually take a lot of alcohol 
um, a lot of anything really um, at the time, especially so with my brother, because he was like, it was a point of pride for him. Now Keanu is like 110 pounds. He is a beanpole. He is a piece of Laffy Taffy stretched to a breaking point. Skinny little guy. Didn't eat. Goes to drink with my brother, who is like, if it's not, he just does shots and Long Island iced teas. As much as of a snob and like, I, I'm going to have a sniffer of this like fine brandy. He will be like, I need a, do you remember the Route 44? You know, it's not, it was like a bingo. Oh, yeah, in Texas, yeah. you can do the Route 44. I remember like, that, yeah. In other, if you're another person of the, of the country or the world, this was going to sound insane. So it's weird because we do like 20 ounces and that's normal. And then you can get a 36 ounce, which is like a bucket. But in Texas, there's a thing called the Route 44, which is 44 ounces of alcohol, of, of, of soda. Usually it's soda. My brother would get that, drink half of it, and then just pour a handle of whatever is convenient. It would be anything. Here's some Midori. Here's some rum. Here's some whiskey. Uh, what is it? Plum liqueur? Sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He calls it a Belizean Samurai. It is literally just whatever there is and as much of it as possible. That's how he drinks. So they started, I think, downtown because he went to go get Keanu. Mm-hmm. And so they started with Long Island iced teas and a round of shots at Warren's Pub. Uh, at the time, Warren's Pub was famous for basically illegally selling far too powerful drinks. Their Long Island Sea at the time was l- illegal. It was more alcohol uh, yeah, than they should have been the serving. Yeah. We both had plenty of those. Oh, it yeah. was great. It's fantastic. But that's what they started with. Then again, without eating and 110 beanpole, then they went, they went, uh, they came over to the Montrose area where I worked at the time. Um, and hit Anvil, which at uh, which uh, is a very fancy cocktail bar. My brother doesn't care for cocktails. He doesn't care about like, oh, we have this like foam reduction of a of beet liqueur that we're going to turn into this, and I'm going to shake it up with a black pepper. Doesn't care. Take, give me two of that one and that one. What are you drinking? I'll have what you're having. Okay, then he's going to have this and this. So they both have two good, powerful cocktails mm-hmm. right away. I'm getting off work. I'm going to have a quick bite. I'm going to meet you guys. Where are you? We're going to go to Boondocks and then we're going to go to, um, oh, what was it called? Boondocks. I, and then I think, what was across from Boondocks? Etro. Yeah, that's it. it. That's Etro. It. Yeah. So Boondocks is a dirt bar club. It's all just beer and shots and a bunch of sweaty people saying too close to each other uh, in the dark. Not a bad place, but that's what it was. Um, so they go there to have a, have a round. And dance a little because my brother loves dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keanu's like, I'll go too. What do you, I'll have what you're having because my brother's just like, I'll just buy, pay for it because he just he doesn't know how to deal with money. He just buys people drinks. Mm-hmm. He loves buying people drinks, so buys their drinks. And at this point, he's like, Oh, Keanu's fucked up. He should stop drinking. Let's go to Etro, which is the club we're going to meet at. Mm-hmm. So we get there kind of early, admittedly. Uh, we get and as soon as we get, I, I'm like, I, I meet them at Boondocks for a beer and a shot. So I get there. I'm like, all right, I need a beer. I need a shot. I need to catch up. Um, give me two shots. I'll have what you're having. You're paying for your own. I'm not buying your drinks. You're drunk. Okay. Buys himself a shot and a beer. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you shooting? And I, I think it was actually, it might've been wild turkey, but I just got like, I just want whiskey. Give me like, give me overproof whiskey. Give me something hundred proof or a uh, minimum hundred proof. Give me that. And a tall boy of Lone Star. We're doing this Texas style my shot have my beer chug it he's like i'm gonna do that too I'm like you don't chug beer you don't do shots the biggest shot you do is like kalua calm the fuck down but i'm not your father it's not my job to tell you what to do let's go to etro let's go to etro i want to dance i wanted to fucking dance and they, they would do like 
um, like 80s music and then like a, car, a video game soundtrack and then more 80s music. Weird mm-hmm. bar. I love that. Very neon and very, very, very cool. They've since moved locations. Different party, but not in a bad way. Also a good vibe. But at the time, it was also very dirty mantras. Yes. A little dirty mantra. <laughs> so it's real gay. It's great. <laughs> now, I'm having a great time. I go up, me and my brother, we need a low star. We need a round of shots. And he was like, oh, so two shots. So one shot. He's like, no, no, no. He's getting a lone star and a round of shots. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lone star and a round of shots. That's what, this is who we are. Thank you. We get our shots. And I'm like, Keanu's cut off. My brother's like, he's an adult. That's his call. I'm like, I don't want to have to carry his dumb ass out of here. My brother promised me you won't have to carry him out of here. I'll carry him out of here. Keanu, do you want a shot? Uh, that's, a, that's hesitation. I'm getting you a beer. You get a beer. If you buy your own shot, that's whatever. I'm only going to buy you a beer. Sip it. Take your time. Calm down. Here's also water. I tried to save his life. I tried. Richard, I tried. Hmm. So, so what ends uh, up happening? I'm uh, I'm just kind of, me and my brother, we're kind of dancing with, with some people. Uh, Keanu goes off, starts dancing with someone. And then in quick succession, there is a BAM! I already know. Oh. Then there's a, uh, a a woman screams. Oh fuck! And there is suddenly the music is off. No. <laughs> so it's like eighties music, eighties music. Dead some bam. Ah! Dead silence oh, and wow. a, a ever widening gyre in the uh, uh, another part of the bar. I'm like. Uh, don't be Keanu. I'm running over there. Don't be Keanu. Running over there. Don't be Keanu. Keanu is on the floor, face down, arms splayed. He's tall, tall, lanky motherfucker. So he's taking up a, like a, a nine by like a nine foot by nine foot square, just as reached as possible. Like have no one come near me. Like a ten by ten square of just his body taking up that space. Um, there is a young uh, Latino woman with like dark hair, mm-hmm. um, and with like hands over her mouth. Um, mm-hmm. This is, this makes him sound like a dipshit. This makes him sound like a real piece of shit. It wasn't that he was surprised and he can't just be like, oh, I didn't know and move on. He had to make a big fucking deal about it, but then he hurt himself. Uh, what did he she, do? She, well, she, okay. Uh, the woman was chan- was trans. And they had oh, been dancing, okay. and he didn't know. He didn't. He didn't realize. He didn't know. And it's not that he's a, just a piece of shit. And he was like, "Oh, gross." He was just gonna go for like, "I had no idea," and then keep dancing. But when he was gonna say, he was like, "Oh, I had no idea," because I don't know. That's how he thought. That's how you act mm-hmm. when someone was like, "Hey," because they're dancing and kind of rubbing up each other. And she was like, "Yeah, I get heads it. up, heads up, mm-hmm. just in case you're gonna have a problem." And he basically like smacked himself in the forehead, like, "Oh, I had no idea." Whoa. But he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't being shitty. He was just being stupid. Yeah. But when he hit himself, he did it with the beer bottle. Oh, God. He didn't break it, but it was like, he worried. He was, so he like knocks himself with a beer bottle. Like, oh, drops the beer bottle and just falls flat. It's, he slips on the glass, on the, on the beer, I guess. I don't know. Or he just, but he landed face down. So whatever he, his reaction to that resulted in him falling forward and face down. So he's now covered in beer on the ground. She thinks he cracked himself in the head with a beer bottle in response to her 
like oh I, like like he was a piece of shit and like oh i'd rather break a beer bottle on my face than mm-hmm. be with a trans person that I, that's I, I guess what she assumed right right like this guy's that like he's a piece of shit and was and so she's covering her mouth because she's she's embarrassed she's horrified he's still on the goddamn floor mm-hmm. i yell for my brother who was on the second floor somewhere and he's like beelines down gets him and like all right get him up I'm going to go clear our tabs. And I will go over to the bar. And like, I need to close, close this tab and this tab. We're leaving. We're done. He's like, you need to leave. Like, I understand. Absolutely. I'd just like to pay for our drinks. I'm so sorry. We're leaving. But I turn around. Massive dude. Black leather jacket. Big black dude. Like, head, like, perfectly shaved. Just very calmly. T- just barreling through. Not rushing walking calmly but anyone touches him just goes flying across and get the fuck out of this guy's way he's going over and he is presumably gonna snap like grab him and slap him snap him like a slim jim he is going to go get keanu my brother picks him up he's like and this guy this massive dude goes christian what the fuck because <laughs> he knows our brother of course the, bar, the, the bruiser knows our brother and they're like we're taking my side man and he's like all right and my brother picks him up and he looks at me and just like get him out I you said I don't have to carry his ass. You got him here. Get him out. So we carry Keanu outside. He carries Keanu outside. I follow out, and Keanu, who is now crying because he's embarrassed and extraordinarily drunk, hmm. he's saying, "I'm sorry. I just want to tell her I'm sorry." He's like, "You're not talking to her. You're not getting back in this club." And our brother just grabs him, sh- grabs Keanu, shakes him once because like you're done talking. Shakes him to make it clear he's done talking. He stops <laughs> talking. It's like, I'm sorry, we'd mean no disrespect. He had too much. We're gonna get him out of here. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for being cool about it. He's like, now I, I understand the disrespect was on his part. Cause I know you better. I know you don't mean any disrespect. So we're good. And they they, you know, they you know, dab it out, give a hug and a half hug, you know, grab the hand, you know, handshake with a half hug, like mm-hmm. respectful, like, all right, we're cool, we're cool. He can't come to this bar anymore. And he's like, absolutely, I won't bring him ever again. All right, but I'll see you next weekend. Yeah, I'll see you next week. I'll see you later. Because <laughs> they're cool. They're fine. Keanu's not out in the bar. I'm like, thank you. Have a good night. He's like, hey, get him home. Good luck. Thank you. Wow. Got him wow. in the car. Wow. Like, I'm going to walk because I, I walked a couple of blocks from where I was working. So like, I'm going to go to my car. You're stuck with him. <laughs> my brother was like, do you want to take him? The fuck am I taking? You got no, him here. You do this. You get him. Your home. fault, yeah. Yes. And he did. Took him home, and then he immediately went out to another bar. Wow. <laughs> but don't leave him behind. I didn't leave him behind. I was gonna carry him personally because I didn't yep. fucking do it. Can't I was telling him to stop. Can't I was cutting him. him off. Can't leave a man behind. That's for sure. Because oh, I could have just, I could have just finished my beer. Like I don't know that asshole. I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. Who are you? Who are you? Mm, I don't know you, sir. Sir, go away. (laughs) Sorry. So, do we have any good games to play before we finish off this drunken moments of our lives? Yes, we do. Uh, What do we got? A couple of options for We'll Be the Assholes, the game where you and I will choose a a, a post from from Reddit.com's subreddit of Am I the Asshole, Mm -hmm. where someone asks the very simple question of, are they the asshole? Give a summation, a summary uh, of what happened. 
And then they seek wisdom from the internet to find out if the internet feels they are an asshole. Then you and I step in to be actually correct and tell them truly if they are an asshole and if the internet got it right, i.e. agrees with us. Basically. And today I have two options. What are our fun options? We have... Am I the asshole for yelling at my wife who came home drunk at 2 a.m. with a carload of guys? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now, that one, I'm going to say, doesn't, it's not, it's pretty wild, but it's not like, it's not well told. I'll I'll put it that way. The other one is, am I the asshole for getting my boyfriend drunk? Hmm. Let's go with the getting my boyfriend drunk. All right. Am I the asshole for getting my boyfriend drunk? It's New Year's. Our plans got canceled and we stayed in. I'm 24 female. He's 24 male. I made my famous watermelon martinis. Each contains two ounces of watermelon vodka, so about one full shot. He loved it and kept asking for more. He ended up drinking six of them then proceeded to throw up violently for the better part of an hour. He then proceeded to yell at me and make me cry, asking why I would give him six. I said, you kept asking for them. He said, I was drunk. Why would you give me six? You should have stopped when you saw how drunk I was. I started crying and apologizing through the bathroom door, but he stopped responding except to ask for water and when I offered Pepto. I helped him into bed and set a large empty salad bowl by his side of the bed in case he needs to throw up again but I still feel really sad. We were having a great time before that. I only had two drinks, so I was sober enough to help him. I just feel so sad. So am I the asshole for not cutting him off? Now, there is a interesting, interestingly, two edits that are longer than the rest of the post. Okay, because I'll say there seems to be some info missing. Just going off of the first post, I can't say that you're an asshole or not unless I know a few other things. Like, is it just a a him and her night or were other people involved? It does say say that their their plans were canceled so it's just we stayed in. So I'm assuming it was just the two of them. Well, then, no, she's not an asshole. I mean, it was done in a controlled environment. He could have, he was a yeah. big boy. He could have stopped at any point. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to say no, she wasn't. I guess yeah. she feels bad, but I'm not going to say she's the asshole for it. Uh, I would, and I, say, I would say very, very kind because if someone talked like that to me, mm-hmm. after like, I didn't. I didn't make you drink a goddamn thing. Yeah. And you said you had another one. It's not my responsibility to cut you off. Now, I will let you know when you should stop, but we're not we're at work. I'll cut people off. I famously cut people off. Mm-hmm. I've had people go, hey, be careful. He'll cut you off. Because I've cut someone off, but they came back. And so, and they told, warned someone at the table they would cut them off. And I was like, only if I have to. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, yes, I will. Don't give me a reason. Don't yeah. get fucked up. Very simple. But in the privacy of our home, just me, just even if it was just me and my friends, I will tell you, you should stop. But I'm not going to slap it out of your hand until you start throwing up everywhere. Mm. Uh, there's a really good throw up story that I should tell you, but we'll have to save it for another time. Okay. But she then, even though he stops responding to her, except go, can you bring me water? She offers him Pepto-Bismol. She puts a big salad bowl by the bed because she's like, you're going to throw up. In case you keep throwing up in the middle of the night, I got you. 
That is incredibly sweet. It really she is. did the damage. He let her do the damage. Can't blame. I don't think you can blame her. That's not fair. She was really sweet about it. Yeah, and she, she could have been like, "You punk ass." It was watermelon vodka, mm. little bitch. <laughs> so, so what are the follow ups to this? The first edit. Happy New Year, everyone! So this morning when we woke, because this was at New Year's, this oh. is, she posted it that night. So this morning when he woke up, I talked to him about last night and explained that he was in the. He was in the past, told me I'm not his mother when I try to stop him from drinking, and he becomes angry, so that's why I didn't try to stop him. I also said, as he's a bartender and an adult, that was my emphasis, excuse me, as he's a bartender and an adult, I expected him to know his limits and slow down or ask me to stop. He also revealed he had been smoking his wax pen, uh, you know, a little weed A little pen. vape tint, yeah. Yeah, a little vape. When he gets crossfaded, he always throws up badly. Also true of me. So it wasn't the martinis alone. He apologized profusely and told me to tell everyone he read the post and that he says he is 100% the asshole. I'm currently making him a greasy Mexican breakfast for the hangover and he's taking me out to dinner. Thank you everyone for the advice and the time. I hope everyone has a good day. Heart. Mm, okay. Edit number two. Recipe. 1.5 to 2 <laughs> ounces of watermelon vodka. 1.5 ounces Minute Maid watermelon juice. 0.5 ounce cranberry juice. 1 quarter ounce lime juice. A quarter to half an ounce of simple syrup. Throw in a shaker with ice. Serve in a martini glass. Garnish with a lime wedge or a sugar rim. Die of fucking diabetes. <laughs> oh, God. Ow, my liver. Wow. Oh, wow. my liver feels so bad eating that. That sounds like a lot of sugar more than anything else. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that, was, yeah. that was more of a tame one that we've had in yeah. the past. Yeah. But the that last, was still good. Yeah. There's one last edit. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot edit to Last edit. Mm -hmm. Last one. Edit three. Last one. Everyone commenting he didn't know about the alcohol. Did I tell him about the alcohol or saying he was clueless? He is a bartender. And he has been since he's turned 21. He has helped me when I drank too much. And that's why I have cut back so much in the last year. He knew the recipe and is the one who told me if I increase the juice, I should increase the volume, the alcohol by 0.5 ounces. I didn't trick him or lie to him about the alcohol content. Also, two ounces, that is that's that should be the standard. You are gonna yeah. bar and they're not doing two ounce pours, you are ripping off your customers. I'll say that right now. Yeah. <clears throat> But ultimately, this, I think, ends up being a very sweet story. No, it is. It is. Cute. I like it. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a good one. And mm -hmm. she's definitely not the asshole. So I or, agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, larger way, the Internet agrees as well. Um, not the asshole. If you cut it, if you cut, if you did cut him off, you'd probably listen to him complain. You were trying to control him and treating him like a child. It was a no win thing situation for you. Not the asshole, especially since he's a grown-ass man, and you were clear that you were an having an alcoholic beverage. Because he doesn't blame you once he has sobered up, then you should reevaluate your re relationship with him before you reach a point where he blames you for everything wrong in the world. Mm -hmm. Ouch. But a good point, which I think is why she has a, the, the second edit, the second and third edit there. Um, and I kind of agree with him. Mm -hmm. He says he is 100% the asshole. Everyone's the asshole sometimes. I think there's a good point. And it, the important thing is to recognize it so you can do better next time. And I think him admitting and look, looking to seek amends there, like, I I got crossfaded. I got fucked up. I'm the asshole. But to get the dinner. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Admit you were wrong. Fix the problem. Make up for it. 
and do better next time. Yeah. So I think good on him. He can stay. There you uh, go. Also, she's got a normal name. Her uh, username is Cream Cheese Wonton. Uh, <laughs> you go, Cream Cheese Wonton. That's kind of a cute, clever one. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for her. Yeah. Now, do you okay. want to go too far and read the second one or move on? Or do you want to hear the really bad throw up story? It's too long. We should do it some other time. Okay, we'll do that. We need to come back. Time. We need to come back to this uh, this topic yeah. because I need to tell about the really bad throw up story. <laughs> yes, we need that. We need that. Oh, uh, let's go ahead and do the last of the reddits. Do the other one. Yeah, go ahead and do just do one more because that one, one more. All right, tamed for my case. Now let's get nasty. Am I the asshole for yelling at my wife who came home drunk at 2 a.m. with a carload of guys? No, not at all. But go ahead. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) This one just get this one does get a little dark, folks. So buckle up. My wife, 38 female, and I, 40-year-old male, have been married 15 years and have been together since our teens. She is normally a bit conservative and has only been with me. I bust my ass and make good money nice house, nice cars, and we have two great kids, 12 and 4. She works part-time jobs for extra income and to get out of the house. In the beginning of June, she started working a few days a week at a new company and became close friends with a woman there named Misty. She constantly talks about her and texts back and forth every night, but I hadn't met her yet. Last Saturday night, my wife wanted to go for, have, uh, have food and drinks with Misty at a local gastropub. I was totally cool with her going, and she said she would be home by midnight. Her car was in the shop getting some minor paintwork repaired, so she drove my truck. Mm-hmm. At 12.45 a.m., she still hadn't come home, so I sent her a text. She never replied to my text, so I stayed up watching TV till she arrived. At 2 a.m., I hear a car pull into the driveway and looked out, and I could see her and the female driver exit the car. I could see that there were three other people still in the car. I could tell that my wife could barely walk as the two of the, them approached the front door. I was concerned, but I figured that her friend being nice enough to make sure she made it to the house safely. When I opened the door, her friend says, hi, I'm Misty, your wife's best friend. I look at my wife and she is completely trashed, barely knows where she's at. Then her friend says, we are here to get your Roku streaming device for Netflix. I said, yeah, I think we're gonna call it a night. Then Misty says, we're going back to my place to watch Stranger Things. I said, not tonight. Meanwhile, my wife is totally out of it. I have never seen her this way. Misty grabs my wife's hand and says, we don't need your permission and starts leading her back to the car. I walk after them and see that there are actually three guys sitting in the car, two in the back and one up front. As I approach them, I grab my wife's hand and tell Misty to go the fuck home. My wife at this point has enough sense to walk back over to me and then one of the guys in the car starts running his mouth. This asshole has the audacity to say, you don't own her. He's talking about my fucking wife, the mother of my two children, then he says, do you want me to kick his ass? At this point, I lose my shit and reach in the car and grab him by his neck. I could see the fear in his eyes and the other two seemed like they wanted nothing to do with this. By now, my wife is walking back in the house and her friend Missy is calling me a violent controlling abuser. I tell them all to get the fuck off my property and I go inside and find my wife puking in the shower. I put her to bed and waited for Monday morning to talk. When she woke up, I asked, where's my truck and who the fuck were those guys? She says, what guys? I say the fucking guys you brought who brought you home to get the Roku so you could so you guys could Netflix and chill at Misty's house. She's like, they came here. I said, oh yes. She claims that her and Misty were having a couple of drinks after eating, and those guys kept coming over to talk with Misty. She remembers having a few drinks with them, but claims to not even remember getting in the car. 
I asked her if she did anything that I should know about, and she swears up and down that she would never. I told her that this was complete bullshit and that this shit will never happen again. Then I told her the entire story about her friend coming to get the Roku, and she thought I was choking. I showed her the actual ring uh, doorbell recording. She was in a complete shock at herself and couldn't believe the shit her friend was saying. I told her she could drop the friend or move the fuck out. She chose to drop the friend and even agreed to quit the job. And Misty started blowing up her phone and my wife blocked her. Later, on Sunday, a police car showed up and I thought for sure I was getting arrested for choking that asshole. But Misty had called in to have a wellness check on my wife because she thought she was in danger. Today, that bitch Misty called me at my job and said, I know shit about you. I told her to fuck off and that I would get a restraining order if she ever contacted us again. I asked my wife what the fuck she was talking about, and she acted like she had no idea. Now, I'm not 100% sure that my wife is as innocent as I thought. Not sure what to do next. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he is definitely not the asshole. He, was he did pl- some assholish things. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm playing in my head. If yeah. I was placed in that scenario and like three random guys show up with my wife yeah and she's too drunk to walk yeah and they're they're inebriated and they're threatening me and they're saying hey i want me to go kick his ass i can't say that i wouldn't have gone to choke someone out either i may yeah. have done that i can see myself getting because uh, i'm in a dangerous situation i have three guys yeah. who i don't know who they are and yeah. i don't care if this is my wife's best friend or not my wife they're drunk and threatening you yeah my, and my wife is not in a state where she can make proper decisions so it's yeah. my job and obligation as the husband to make sure that she is safe and to get her you know out of this unsafe environment um so if anyone's an asshole it's Misty now. Yeah, Misty's, Misty's, an, Misty's an ass and a twat yeah. and a taint. Uh, the other three guys in there, I don't know them, but they're being kind of dicks, you know, uh, yeah. because they probably, I mean, three random guys are not in the car thinking shit ain't going to happen. Oh, we're just going to Netflix and chill, guys. No, they're, yeah. they're thinking sex is going to fucking occur. So that yeah. is another. That's extremely predatory. And maybe, maybe this is. Uh, Maybe we're 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 making us unfair assumptions here. Maybe, but I don't. But I don't think so. I really think that, like that's predatory behavior. It is. It is. Like, oh, we're just gonna get your and just the bizarreness of we're just here to get the Roku so we can watch Netflix at my place. But see how drunk Why are would that you? That ever makes sense? Yeah, and that that doesn't fucking make sense at all. That that's really stupid and shows you how drunk they were because they couldn't fucking put. A basic thing together uh like that that was just dumb so i i really think and and because she's now she claims she doesn't remember what happened who's to say and i'm not saying that these guys did that but who's to say they didn't slip something in the drink you know if if she doesn't remember that's a problem but it could also just be her lying to try to save face because she's been caught in a horrible situation that her husband has to, you know, she has to explain. This to her doesn't. Husband. This doesn't feel like she willingly did anything untoward. No, no, no. It, it, I don't. I don't see that predatory on it. It says predatory yeah. on it. But then again, I don't. But not know just either. from the guys, from Misty too. Yeah. Oh God, Misty sounds like a troublemaker, a big time troublemaker. And yeah. what ends up happening is that, you know, 
clearly the wife says she's going to give up Misty, blah, blah, blah. She did. And then fucking yeah. police, all this other bullshit. The wellness check. Yeah. Now, maybe which the wife. A, yeah. Which, like, I guess that would I would be I would be really hurt by someone uh, like calling that for me. Like, I would feel like I can feel that that like that impugning my honor. Yeah. But like from an outside perspective of we well, got the call it makes us like uh yeah come on in talk to yeah let's talk you want i can wait in the other room if you guys want to talk like i get that like yes that is the actual use of that not in this scenario but you still have to treat it like that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah i see that as being like you know that that's just horrible i think misty is a big problem probably a bad influence on the wife and yeah. maybe the wife has done something that that she shouldn't have, and that's why he has that feeling. Maybe she's—I don't know. If she's previously cheated, or maybe something did happen that night. Well, I don't he, know. He does say normally she's a bit conservative and has only ever been with him. Yeah. So, but so maybe, I feel like that's like I. It might be a. Um, I think he like I uh, the way he describes things, he comes across as a generally overbearing person. But within within like tolerances of good behavior, I guess, mm-hmm. like the response of choking that guy, like, well, he's a little violent. He didn't he didn't get anywhere near hitting her. As far as the story goes, it is mm-hmm. one sided. But if as it were going on the assumption that it's true, he didn't go anywhere near like, well, I'm going to hit my wife because she was out with men. No, because I've seen that behavior. She mm-hmm. was with men. I'm hit my wife. I've seen that behavior. That's not where he's coming from. He's like, no, I'm going to hit that guy who says he's going to kick my ass because I'm taking my drunk-ass wife home. Yeah. No, hit him. Hit that guy. Absolutely. I I think, yeah, there's definitely some issues here that's coming from Misty and that group of people. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's him. But I do think that maybe him and his wife need to sit down and have a serious talk uh, as to, hey, are you sure absolutely positively nothing happened? Because, you know, these things keep, you know, running through my mind and you're the only one who can assure me that it didn't yeah i mean there's only so many so much assuming she didn't do anything because evidence points that she didn't do anything mm-hmm. as soon as you know there's only so much she can do to assure someone before there's nothing you can do yeah absolutely now if she did do something then that that that's a different line mm-hmm. because you can never really assure someone you're lying but in telling the truth you can only tell the truth so many times before it's like you're accusing me of something I didn't do mm-hmm. and that's going to just fester in a relationship. So for this, I think they should definitely go and seek counseling. They oh, should yeah. definitely have a, a, a mediator or someone else to talk about it so they can get this all out and they don't have, so it doesn't fester with any kind of like uh, resentment towards each other. But I really feel this is Misty is the type of person who just brings a lot of toxicity. Oh yeah. Definitely. Cause I can, ju- I can imagine this being like, Okay, like, oh, you should dump your husband. Why? He doesn't treat you right. Well, I mean, maybe he yells. Maybe, like, as he's like, I bust my ass to make good money, a nice house, get us nice cars. That phrase is, I'm an asshole, and I'm right because I make the money. That's what that phrase means. Mm -hmm. You can't say that with me being shitty about it. So I'm sure he's a little bit of an asshole, like a little bit of a jerk, just a jerk. But he, if he does generally take care of her, does take care of their relationship, but he's just a little overbearing. Like there's a there's an okay amount of that, but I feel like Missy's the type of person that's like, in her mind, I will break up the relationship, and then she and I will get a place together. She'll get the Roku, and we can bring random dudes, and we can just get away with it. Like one of those like, 
didn't grow up stilted, you know, 35 year old high school girl. Mm-hmm. Like it's still, I could just make, make a, someone else pay for this and I don't have to have ramifications. Like, I think she's still that person. So picking oh, up yeah. three random strangers and the, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to like watch Netflix and see what happens. It's that see what happens kind of like excuse. I didn't plan to do something bad. So as long as you don't catch me, you can't get mad at me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was just, and, and that, that personality type predates on quiet, mousy, conservative people who want a little danger. We're going to be naughty and go to a gastro pub. I'm going to flirt with these guys. Well, I'm married. I can't do that. You're just flirting. Even if she did nothing, and I assume she did nothing, it was just, I'm going to be near someone dangerous, but I'm not going to be dangerous. I'm not going to yeah. do that stuff. But that she, Missy is the type of person, no, I'm going to drag you down into the gutter with me. That's more yeah, fun. Could very well be. Could very well be. What are, what are the uh, responses or the edits? A lot of them were... Did you get her check for roofies? A lot of them. If they had, uh, I kind of got the vibe too. Let's see. Uh, yeah, such a concern, which is to me translate as a lightweight. She was under the influence. I don't think you she cheated on you. That's just me. Did you have her te- check for roof roofinol? I got that vibe too. Also, studies of drink spiking have shown the most common drink spiking agent is more alcohol. Just buying people doubles what they want. Singles adding vodka to beer, that sort of thing. Also, just peer pressure drink more than someone is capable of. If they had roof eater, I don't think they would have driven her back to her marital home. They would have just some gone someplace private. Mm. That crowd seems sketchy as fuck. Some of the group yeah. definitely had plans for the drunk girl. Probably the one that got all aggro. And Missy sounds like someone who loves drama. It's a whole corrupting the conservative drink as a fun hobby. I also wonder if Missy had tried to coax information out of the wife when she was drunk that she could blow out of proportion as uh, or just play misconstrued. Example, Misty, you're so much fun when you're drunk. Why do we never do this? Wife, oh, husband and I aren't big drinkers. This is rare for me. Misty goes, your husband doesn't let you go out with your friends? He's too controlling. So, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. That is a, yeah, and now that she is harassing them, definitely look into, I mean, he's got the money for it. Fuck it. Definitely look into having a yeah. restraining order. Definitely, definitely. I yeah. would. Hell, fuck it. So uh, I think they agree with us, not the asshole, but uh, he is not the asshole. I would say he is an asshole, but not but, the asshole, but he is not the asshole in this moment. In this moment, he is, he is, uh, I genuinely think he is trying to take care, look after you don't leave him behind. He is taking care of his wife. Mm-hmm. I really genuinely believe that's what he's doing. I believe so too. I don't think I'd like him personally. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, yeah. They're like, you know what? I don't like you, but God damn it. At least I can respect you in this moment. We're fine. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was a good one. Yeah, I I admit, that dark. was a really yeah, a little dark, but I like that one. That was it's a better dramatic. one to leave off all. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, if any of you out there in our listener land have any drunken stories you would like to share with us, feel free to do so. Carlo, how can they share those stories? Uh, good luck remembering it. You'll be able to, f- to make it easier for you. We did make our Twitter and our Instagram handle at the VCR show. Mm-hmm. And you can email us to the VCR show at gmail.com. That's right. Mm-hmm. And until next time, I think I've bought it. <laughs>
I'm not sure. I'm a little wasted. I'm motherfucking Carlo and I'm going to live forever. You're going to fucking rule the world, Carlo. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Indeed. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. All right. Till next time. Bada. Carlo. And you've been listening to VCR. We should get tacos. Oh, man. Tacos would be so good right now. Fucking A. <laughs> Need some sweet treats for your next big event, or maybe you just have a sweet tooth. Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes. S K I P P I T Y C A K E S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs, things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. Need a clean space? Call A Clean Space for You and Multi-Services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704. Or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832-686-3873. Or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com. You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to The VCR Show at gmail.com.